Welcome to the Tech Diva Success Podcast. This is a short weekly podcast that focuses on tools, processes, and best practices that truly fuel success for women in technology. We thank you for tuning in, and we hope you walk away with at least one best practice that will help you level up personally or professionally. What can you take action on that will make you 1% better? This show gives us space to grow that amazing potential you have inside of you by bringing you guests from all walks of life and allowing them to share their success secrets with you. I'm your host, Nicole Scheffler, and I consider myself a tech diva with over 15 years experience in a technology career. And I'm committed to sparking tech diva success with my collection of various books, podcasts, and projects, including our other podcast, the Diva Tech Talk podcast, which is all here to inspire you and is dedicated to women in technology. I know you're going to love it. So on with the show. Welcome tech divas. You are in for a treat. This is a second time guest for me and a truly amazing friend that I've had on this career journey. We are lucky to be joined today with Farnoosh Brock. She started as an electrical engineer fellow nerd, and then became a rising leader at a Fortune 100 company that we actually worked at together and evolved into coaching. I took some amazing training with her many years ago around side hustle. And what are we doing right now? We're listening to this podcast that is my side hustle (laughs) from my corporate job. Uh, She's a speaker, an author, uh, she's a trainer, and she's been doing it for many years now. I think you're coming up on 10 years, right, Farnoosh? 10 years in May. You got it. (laughs) And she does really focus on changing the conversations from selling to serving. So many of you may have heard of serving mindset. I personally try to live this every day. And Farnoosh has been an inspiration to me through her blogs and writing and courses and her book, The Serving Mindset, Stop Selling and Grow Your Business. And she's the creator of several leadership courses. And she is going to be here with us today. It is worth mentioning that she was on Diva Tech Talk Our other show, we have two shows, Diva Tech Talk, which tells the career journey. So she won't be able to have the time to share her amazing career journey in full today, but you can capture that on episode 57 of Diva Tech Talk, which you can find at divatechtalk.com. But Tech Diva Success was born out of this need to be able to give concise success tips for women in technology, tech divas. So welcome to the show, Farnoosh. Thank you. That might just be the most gracious introduction I have had on the maybe over 100 interviews I've done. So thank you, Nicole, for making me feel so special. And hello to everyone listening. I'm so excited to be here today. It comes from the heart. You've served me and I appreciate you. I really do. I see you and I appreciate you. Um, It's just a testimony to how amazing women in tech can change your life. And so I'm ready for you to change some lives today, Farnoosh. I'm going to work hard to live up to it. And you are truly a servant leader yourself. We met many years ago when you were still a baby at our previous employer and you've come a long way. So congratulations to you, Nicole. Thank you. Lots to celebrate. All right. Well, you know, I really wanted to make the most out of this show. So Mm -hmm. I have a few different things. Obviously, we're going to talk about the serving mindset. So hold Mm -hmm. on because you're in for a treat to get that goodness from Farnoosh. But before we do, I think you can really add some value on this concept of success. 
tech diva success. We talk about the term, Mm -hmm. but what does it really mean when you have your clients set up for success? I struggled with this so much and I was pursuing the idea of what success needs to look like for a while, for a number of years at um, Cisco, where we both worked. And um, I found that the more of that success idea I achieved, the more confused and frustrated I became, which was a little, you know, counterintuitive. And so I had to really slow down and define for myself what success means. So I am compressing years of frustration and anxiety until I arrived at this point. And success is really defined on your terms. There is no right or wrong. I know that many of you have had education, uh, you know, a lot of hard work in your career and your education, and you don't want to quote unquote waste it. And there are certain definitions of success in the industry, certifications. We had a big one. I pursued it. I got it. And I still didn't feel successful. And um, it doesn't mean that other certifications don't make you feel successful. It means that when it comes down to it, you need to pause and take the time to define success for yourself and I would start by asking myself, what are my values? What are my top two or three values? Things that if I am not aligned to them, you know, on a regular basis, every now and then we have to make exception. Let's say your value is flexibility, but your job needs you during a really hard deadline. But on a long term, values are things that when they are not aligned, you feel just not at peace with your life. And so define those values for yourself. And they are different for all of us. You know, for me, it turned out to be flexibility, independence, and being my own boss, which eventually led me to start my own company. But for you, it may be belonging to a good environment, being respected, being valued. That's more my husband. And so defining those values and then building your definition of success on top of that. Not everyone wants to be promoted. Not everyone wants to have their own business. Not everyone wants to be top of their class, top of their company. And so what is it that matters to you that makes you happy, fulfilled, that gives you a sense of purpose and mission? That is your success. And that takes some work and some processing to do, but I would start there, Nicole. And start now. First, want to give a shout out. You do have your CCIE, which is the Cisco Certified Internet Expert, which is a huge accomplishment. But I love what you're saying here. So Tech Diva, stop for a moment. We work in a world where success is templated. Here's your success. Get the cert move from engineer to engineering manager to senior engineer manager to engineering director. And that's what you need to do. And you show how you're performed and you give your stuff and you go. That's the world that the templated world, we are individual, beautiful souls for a reason. We need to take control of this value-based heart-centered world. And when those two come together, it's, Oh my God. Yes it's why we talk about it. And I love starting the episode with this because you can be successful on the terms 
of the corporate ladder, but that's not life. That's not living your life. You have to define your terms and those are yours to own, to know yourself, to share with your manager or leaders, to share with your friends and family and to live like your values are embedded in that. And I just cannot say enough how important and how I have a testimony to this. Like I have lived trying to check the boxes with that. And there is an intersection, right? There's an intersection of all these things dancing together and you have to just uh, do the work and figure it out and encourage no matter where you're at, if you're an individual contributor, right. you're a manager, you're mm-hmm. an entrepreneur, what does success look like? As a manager, are you sharing what success looks like to your people? Mm-hmm. So they know how you're defining success. And do you know what success is like to them? Too often we do go into uh, checklist performance reviews of what we're accomplishing. And that's not always one size fits all, but that goes all into the servant leader (laughs) because the serving mindset allows you to serve others and meet them where they are at their definition of success, really. And that is what I want you to share with our tech divas today is how the serving mindset is the success secret that will help them get 1% better in their career and in their lives. So I'd love for you to share on that, Farnish. Sure, sure, Nicole. And you know what? Let's see if it is going to be their success secret too, right? I would put that into exploration for you because I'm just here to offer you the ideas. So um, when I was at Cisco, um, and we're referring to our, you know, a past corporate life because, um, you know, hopefully it'll give you some examples, some relative examples. I was told often that I should go into sales because I was so personable and warm and persuasive. And I never did, right? However, I found out when I started my company that that, the selling, is the one area I struggle the most. I mean, I can build the relationships, but the selling, the closing. And here I was as a professional coach with services. So it was an area that was a non-negotiable for me to master in order to stay in business. And it became really frustrating. And I have to tell you, I followed all the normal standard sales techniques from the traditional selling perspective. And they left me feeling so uninspired. And I wanted to be in my business and feel inspired every day, even during a prospecting conversation. And so I did a lot of studying successful people. We're talking about successful people. I studied the top 1% of coaches who do really, really well. And I noticed they don't go out there and pitch and sell. They have a completely different approach. And I started to shift my own approach and also to appropriately raise my prices to, uh, to appropriately reflect the value that I bring to my clients. And at the same time, work really hard on my confidence and focus on how I can help the other person and when and if there is a fit for us to engage further to then share with them investment options with me. But that approach where I came into every conversation, in this case, prospecting future clients, right? In your case, it could very well be a manager and you are really working towards that promotion, that plum project. So how can you drop your own agenda? And we all have agendas, right? 
Doesn't mean you, you give up on your goals. It means you drop your agenda that I have to get this now and you focus entirely on how you can be of service to your prospect in my case and to your manager, leader. Maybe you're uh, persuading someone to give you funding for your company. And that is the game changer. Because what happens is trust starts to get established when people realize that you genuinely want to help, that you genuinely care about them and their goals and their initiatives, and they begin to reflect that. This does not mean that I closed every prospect, but it does mean that over the years, I more than quadrupled, more than my coaching business, and I worked fewer hours and with better, higher caliber of clients, which is huge because it's not just about getting paid. It's about enjoying the work you do with the people you do it with. I'm sure you understand that even if you're at a, you know, organization. And I continue to do this because it works. So the, the shift that needs to happen, and first of all, it happens here in your mind, in your mindset, is how can I serve? Not how can I sell, how can I get my promotion, but how can I serve in this moment and it changes your energy, your body's energy, your voice, your approach, your questions. It changes the quality of the conversation and the interaction and the relationship that you establish. And I can tell you that because of that, I have been able to run my business with zero advertising dollars, zero. And in fact, I am reducing my social market, social media efforts because my business is entirely based, almost entirely based on relationships now. And I like it that way because that is where we can truly serve. And I think that if you just entertain the idea here, we can explore it further if Nicole would like us to. But ask yourself, where in my business or career can I shift gears from selling or running my agenda, nothing wrong with it, but just as an experiment to serving powerfully? Wow. I mean, it's so great. And a takeaway that I'm hearing and feeling mm -hmm. is when you serve others, worst case, you've done good. <laughs> like it's a feel good because you know you're putting I guess good juju or good karma out there in the serving mindset because mm -hmm. if the person doesn't sign up then mm -hmm. you know that they're seeing you as someone who comes from the heart space yes. which is so important because like me for mm -hmm. you like I am in your corner and I've loved the way you've served me and sometimes things don't show up as the client they show up as the connector to clients Absolutely. or an mm -hmm. amplification. There's other ways that people can win together. And you don't know if that one person you served could tell five of your $10,000 clients about your work. So when they see you as that, it's just, a, I guess, a ripple effect of goodness. So true. I mean, I have done this in talks where I say with selling you win when you sell, you lose when you don't sell. It's what the entire sales organizations are built on with their commission system. And, you know, it works, but the feeling good is not necessary, I guess, for that to operate. When you're in your own business, you want to feel good and align to your values. And 
I have never failed while serving others. They have turned into clients then or clients years later. I'm not kidding. They have referred me. They have sang my praises. They have connected me to others. And I have made it hard for them to go and get another coach in some cases because I set the bar so high, even though at the time it wasn't a good fit for us. And I would be the first to tell my prospect, you know what? I don't think I'm the right fit for you here. Here is someone that might be best for you to, to inquire about, right? And it just feels aligned to where you want to go and where you want to take your purpose and your mission. So I find that it comes back tenfold and you win every single time. So I think when you shift your thinking, everything shifts. And I have taught the serving mindset to people in the tech world, and they have applied it to their career trajectory. And all of a sudden, they are being tapped on the shoulder for things they didn't even think they were being considered for because they're showing up as servant leaders, regardless of their title. You are a leader, by the way. You know, I do want to make this point, whether you're an individual contributor or a manager, see yourself as a leader and act and speak as a leader and um, and do it in a servant kind of way. Yes, absolutely. So I want you to just speak a little more on the serving mindset. Okay. I want to make some distinctions here, um, Nicole, because sometimes a serving gets a bad rap. In fact, I've had people raise their hands during talks and say, well, you know, Farnoosh, that's all well and good, but I run a business and I have, you know, deadlines and I have to meet my bottom line. And it's this presumption, and it's incorrect, that if I am serving, I'm being nice and therefore I'm not being responsible. I'm not closing business. And it's the opposite. However, you have to understand that serving doesn't mean we get in a prospecting conversation or we sit down with our manager and while we are tending to their needs, speaking to what would benefit them, that we forget about where we come in in that equation. So in my prospecting calls, when and if there is a fit, in fact, I have one at top of the hour after Nicole here, if there is a fit with this gentleman, after we have done our discovery, I will be the first to say, you know what, Roy, based on what you've heard you say, I feel highly confident I can help you. Would you like to know what that would look like? So I express that I can help him because based on my observations, I can, and I am going to ask permission before I offer more. And when I do offer more, you can bet that I am charging very appropriately for the investment that he will be making. So charging low prices is not serving either. In fact, I talk about this in my book where I think it's a misconception, but low prices actually set you up for eventual failure if not just frustration along the way. When you have the right client and you understand the value that you bring, again, it could be client or it could be to your organization. When you are clear and you can articulate that value, here's a skill you want to make sure you learn, especially as technical people, or technical women, we sometimes overlook this, articulating the value that you bring to the organization in the language of your management right? You speak the technical language and that's fine. But when you're speaking to your manager or your manager's bosses, you need to speak the language of leadership 
and articulate the value you bring, connect the dots to the larger initiatives for them. None of that is implied. It is your job to do it. And that too is serving because you're helping them understand your value because you need to be compensated appropriately. I'm so glad I made those distinctions because serving actually leads to higher success. Just in case you have heard the misconception that I either have to serve and be nice and not make any money, or I can sell and pitch and make money, but just feel conflicted. No, I don't see it as those two avenues. Yes, I have to agree. That's so perfect. Knowing your value in the language of the user. Because I'm in a split world, because I have one foot in a technology career and one foot in entrepreneurship and side hustle and these this space of serving through podcasting and things like that, I oftentimes am exposed to the pitch. You know, I've been training with Forbes Riley and she does the pitch. And it's really something that a coach or someone who's selling a course can do. You know, I'm the tech diva success coach. I can offer ABC, but we don't think about the pitch for corporate. And I have been loving that. How do you position your value, your pitch as an individual contributor in a major company? And that's been a wake up call for me. And so I challenge our tech divas out there to blend all this together, your vision of success, speaking in the language of who you're speaking with, with that servant filter to create a pitch of your value, a pitch of what you're doing in your role, wherever you're at in your career journey. And what a great mic drop, right? For what (laughs) we can take away. You never know where these episodes are going to go, but what a beautiful thing to think about. If you were really able to talk to your manager's manager and say what you're doing, are you like, well, I work with some great customers. Are you really confident that like, I am one of the most customer focused engineers on the team, you know, I, you know, and and putting that together in a language that matters. Over the years of working with people, I do one thing with my client called unique selling proposition, a USP. So I have a template. I take them through it. We practice it. We role play it. It is the, basically the pitch. I just call it USP. And they come back to me years later saying, Farnoosh, having that skill and that language and that story packaged that way has helped me build relationships, move up in my jobs, interview better. And so it is a skill and a homework we would give you to go out there and write your unique selling proposition, whether you are in an organization or whether you are a business owner or a hustler on your own, a side hustler, and um, practice it with somebody you trust and then offer it to people that would be of interest. So um, I'm so glad we covered that because that can be so practical in your world. And it's just one of the tools that showcase the power of your coaching and the power of you being a master of your craft in Mm -hmm. what you've decided to do. And kudos to you for that. Thank you. It took some guts, but we made it happen. Yes. (laughs) And I know we could speak all day. So I want to hit a few things and then we're going to have to head out of the episode. Let's speak very quickly on the whole body, taking care of your whole self, just a quick success tip for women. You know, yes, we talked a lot about very strategic things for success, but what about the mind, the spirit, the body, the yoga, the health? What's a good tip you have there? Oh my gosh. And you want me to like do this in 30 seconds. Um, I mean, I am a huge, huge dedicated yogi, two hours a day. I'm an addict. However, 
I started with five minutes a day, 10 minutes of meditation, two minutes of breathing, disconnecting. And here is the thing, you've heard it all. But if you don't do that, I like to think of it this way, Nicole, your nervous system suffers. When I think of that, I really get on board because your nerves can only take so much. And the strain and the stress is a killer. Not to be on a downer note, but it is. So you have control over this. Just as you schedule emails and meetings, you need to schedule self-care like your life depends on it because it does. So I know I sound a little dramatic, but I really mean it. And this one deserves drama. You brush your teeth every night. You want to meditate and breathe and pause every day. And I think for women, because we take on the responsibility of everyone and we want to be a hero, stop. No, that's not a way to be sustainable and your best over a long period of time. And we want all of you to be around for decades and decades. So thank you for letting me speak on that. And you can contact me. I can go on and on about this. Any of you, you're welcome to connect with me. I didn't <laughs> want to leave the episode without hitting on it because it's so important, ladies. Take care of yourself. Be a servant leader. And where can we get more information on Reach You Online, Farnoosh? You can reach me either at prolificliving.com, my website for everything, or my husband just set up farnooshbrock.com. And I am at Prolific Living on social, only on Twitter, although not active, mostly on LinkedIn. And all my yoga is on Instagram at Prolific Living, if I can inspire you there. But either of those websites, and I welcome connections. Just tell, tell me you heard me on Tech Diva podcast, on Nicole's podcast, and I would love to connect with you, get to know you, and perhaps support you on your wonderful journey. Absolutely. And of course, grab a copy of her book, The Serving Mindset, which will link all of these fabulous things below. Did you have any one last comment before we head out, Farnoosh? You know, I just want you to remember to believe in yourself. I, I just have such a hard time with this. And don't just say it. Like, really and truly see big, expansive things happening for you. Because we need women more than ever to step up to the plate, to use their voices, to take on leadership roles, to make decisions, and to move our world forward. Okay? And yes. all the best. Yes, I love it. Thanks again, Farnoosh. Always a pleasure. One love. Thank you for coming. Thank you for having me. Thank you again for listening. And we really hope this sparks something in you that you can use to manifest more success in your life. Please give us a rating or review. We would love to see how the show has inspired you. You can also connect with Tech Diva Success on Twitter, Insta, and Facebook. We're very easy to find under that name. And we hope this episode was fire for you.